What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Latin Explaining. My name is Denise Gonzalez. For those who do not know me, for those who do, welcome back, guys. I know we've been back to back, like Rakim said on the comment section. <laughs> I want to say hi to Rakim, to Jose, to Morena, Cristina, and late at night. Welcome, guys. Thank you for getting started this shot. I am so glad to be here again. Uh, today, we're going to have an amazing show. Trust me. It's going to be, if not the best, one of the best shows that this independent news channel <laughs> does. Now, before I start today, I want to share some humor because, oh my God, this was hilarious and I had to share it, okay? Christmas is coming and look, that's unreachable, just as unreachable as that button on your jeans during Christmas time. <laughs> But don't worry, baby Yoda knows. <laughs> it's just as much as you. <laughs> he knows the struggle, guys. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> anyway, guys, we got a show to run. I just wanted to share some little humor, and that was the joke of the day. But let's get the show started. Devil, 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 devil. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I know a lot of things have been said about this pandemic. Uh, we're so tired of hearing this. We're tired of the masks. We're tired of the mandates. We're tired of everything related to it. But I wanted to share something. And there's a persona during this whole pandemic that has been very notorious for us. And that is Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, <clears throat> recently, there's an article uh, written by Martin Koldorf and Jay Bafakrasha. <laughs> I'm not going to mention that or even attempt to, okay? Uh, but they made uh, an article uh, talking about how Dr. Fauci fooled America. And before I read about it, I wrote on Instagram, from vaccine mandates on fully recovered people to school closures, firing our heroes, healthcare workers, mask use, misinformation, reckless lockdowns, and now his investment on high-risk virus in Wuhan being exposed, Dr. Fauci failed, manipulated, and fooled Americans. And it's time to wake up, including our governors, the private sector, media, and our neighbors. Now, on this article, they basically said that public naturally look to uh, the American public naturally look at Dr. Anthony Fauci during this pandemic, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, an esteemed laboratory immunologist, and one of President Donald Trump's chosen COVID advisors for advice. Unfortunately, Dr. Fauci got major epidemiology and public health questions wrong. Now, there's a lot of uh, science that he disregarded. Uh, one of the things that uh, basically they were saying is when the pandemic hit, you know, and America needed someone to turn for advice, the media and the public naturally looked to Dr. Fauci, but Dr. Fauci, uh, Fauci uh, failed. And I don't know if you guys remember when at first he was like, don't wear any mask. Well, guess what? 
I was one of those people and I got the C-19. Then Dr. Fauci told us to wear masks. And the reason why he lied was because he needed uh, frontline workers to have them first. And he didn't need the public to actually get uh, any type of coverage in a country that doesn't have, a first world country that doesn't have Medicare for all in a deadly pandemic, he lied to the public and then admitted that he lied simply because he didn't want people to get the one piece that was able to save at least 200,000 American lives. Now, I'm going to say this, guys, Dr. Fauci's uh, corruption doesn't end there. Uh, I know we have seeing like his recommendations and and how he said in the past that you know mandates for vaccines were not good that he should have none uh you know he was never gonna support that that is it was never gonna happen blah 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 well guess what it did happen and as if that wasn't enough and you don't feel deceived enough by dr Fauci, now there is new developments on what Dr. Fauci is doing, how he's lining his pockets. According to the NIH, they admitted that, uh, including Dr. Fauci, they funded the gain-of-function research in Wuhan, says EcoHealth violated reporting the requirements. And basically, what they're reporting here is that with our taxpayer dollars, we're actually funding this whole thing in Wuhan. And that was something that was kept from the public. Guess by who? Yes, you guessed right. Dr. Fashi again. And I'm going to say this for the sake of this topic, but when are we going to wake up that sometimes things that you see, things that you see on these news outlets are just not necessarily... I would say informative that these people are just, you know, being puppets by big pharma and other things just to lie to you. And I don't, I don't know what it's going to take for people to wake the hell up. But in all honesty, Dr. Fauci is a scam, a scam, the persona. Okay, so <laughs> if that's not enough to convince you, I don't know what it will take. Uh, for you to be convinced. Uh, another thing, speaking about things that you need to be convinced, um, one thing that I want to convince you guys is to this Christmas is going to be packed with a lot of great movies. And one of them that I'm looking forward to see, and I know a lot of people are going to come for me because they actually want to watch this and they don't want to watch this and they literally say goodbye to the main character. Hmm, it's The Matrix. Yes, this Christmas, The Matrix comes back with The Matrix Resurrections. And I get it. A lot of you guys are like, nah, this is horseshit. I'm not going to watch it. But guess what? I will be watching it. And I hope you guys do. It will hit theaters, like I said, this Christmas. And I'm all here for it. Hi, Smoothie. Hi, Blood Moon. Welcome. Make sure that you like this video and share. The topic of today is going to be about the empire, the American empire and Nicaragua going at each other. Um, now, before we get to the main topic, guys, like I said, this whole thing with um, C-19, Dr. Fauci, 
it's just the tip of the iceberg. We're seeing places like Austria, like Australia, like New Zealand, you know, having all these crazy sanctions on the public. This is, these are scary freaking times. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I would never thought in America we were going to see this stuff that we're seeing right now. And uh, it is scary, okay? If you're not scared, I don't know how to feel about you. <laughs> but anyway, guys, that has been all for news today. Let's just keep it moving because trust me, there's a lot to unpack in today's topic and I wanna maximize the time. So let's keep this show going. Oh my, Carol G. We were just talking about Carol G. The Colombian reggaeton and trap queen is at it again. This time she went on to uh, Jimmy Fallon's last night show and she talked about her new projects and also what Bichota means. And I want you guys to hear her Bichota. explain it. Oh my God, that's okay. I'm gonna say, I don't, I, I'm gonna say it because I'm gonna say it. Okay. Bichota. It's a word that I knew from a Puerto Rican friends. Yeah. Uh, the meaning is a drug dealer, pichote. Okay. It's a, the, the head of the drugs. Okay. So the word for me, okay. okay. So the word for me, like the, the meaning was, I know, tough, but for me, the word, it's like powerful. So I said, like, what about pichota? No, bichota, they don't use it, they use it bichote. No, I want a bichota. I wanted to create a bichota, uh, but the meaning is gonna be like a boss bitch girl, powerful, great, amazing, doing her things by herself. I'm going to act like, you know, I have a, a surprise for my people in January. I'm going to start like shooting a series for Netflix. It's not about my life, it's acting that like, I have a character, so I'm preparing myself for that. So like you guys heard, uh, Carol G is preparing right now to transition into acting. And I want to know, let me know in the chat, would you be watching Carol G's uh, acting, first acting gig? You know, are you curious to know if the Colombian queen of reggaeton and trap can actually act? We'll see about it. I don't know if you're going to watch it, but I think I'm not going to be watching it. But I mean, who knows? Maybe I will because I like to support my people. But <laughs> that's not all that's happening in the music sector. Something started flooding social media today regarding music. And I wanted to share it with you guys because it's something that is going to start changing the way we listen to music. Who am I talking about? Adele. Adele is looking to change the way people and listeners appreciate the art of music. And she basically said in a tweet, she says, this was the only request I had in our ever changing industry. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. Our art tells a story and our stories to be listened to as we intended. Thank you, Spotify, for listening. And Spotify just released a statement saying, following the release of 30 by Adele, Spotify has removed the shuffle button as the default option when playing albums. Now, listeners have to listen to every album's track list in 
order. Yes, you heard it right. Thanks to Adele right now. If an artist, for example, and I understand her point of view because I don't know how many of you guys remember last year when the weekend release uh, After Hours. Look, I listened to After Hours all over the place as if they continue to come out because they didn't come out in order. But if you listen to the order that includes Jimmy Kimmel, even it includes an anime about the weekend, a lot of stuff. Trust me, that's an experience that you do want to watch. I see that Melanie Night says that's stupid. Well, I don't think it's stupid. Uh, you know, we're going to disagree, but I think, you know, I don't think you should tell people what to do, but at the same time, you know, sometimes we want people to appreciate things the way that they're created. And if you're putting so much work, trust me, behind the music, it's so much work involved that, you know, I think she deserves that. That's a little trait that, you know, uh, artists work for, but Melanated Nights, uh, point is because not every track is good but after hours was a great album well i get it trust me you and me both know this uh, not every track is quality but i mean take it to spotify honey <laughs> i don't know what to do <laughs> but in all honesty i think you can still look for the song you want to listen to uh it is great it's going to have amazing engaging numbers and whatnot in my opinion so i'm all or here for it. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I feel very optimistic. I think it's something that, you know, needed to happen. Don't you guys think? Let me know in the chat if you guys think that that's something that <laughs> needed to happen in order for people to appreciate music the way it was intended to be enjoyed. Now I see that more people are coming into the show. Make sure you press that like button and you also subscribe to my channel and hit that bell for notifications okay guys because it doesn't cost you anything but it helps me grow my platform now without any further ado we're not going to touch on sports today because we have a lot a lot to discuss and you guys already know the main sports events that have happened during this week so i'm going to push over The Empire Strikes Again, or The Empire Strikes Back. I know a lot of people have been asking yourselves, what the hell is she talking about? Of course, you know, I know this was supposed to be a little bit more cryptic, but in this past uh, week, on November 15th to be exact, I came across some information that I wanted to share with you guys. And... I don't know if you guys have heard about the Renacer Act. I know I have, and it's no joke. But this was released by Anthony, not Anthony, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, and uh, the Department, of, the, Sec the Department of State. I'm sorry, has um, released a statement saying new sanctions following sham elections in Nicaragua. And I'm going to take my time so that you guys uh, can understand what's happening. Uh, the United States has imposed 
financial sanctions, not only on Nicaragua, but and not only on its president, but also on the president's family, their belongings and everything else. So we're going after people's family now. Uh, and because the United States and Anthony and <laughs> Joe Biden think that, you know, our elections are so pristine, you know, our democracy is so pristine. Like, you know, it's not like, you know, the guy that has the more money. <laughs> I'm not going to continue. Well, let me just uh, read this to you guys. The United States is acting to promote accountability for Nicaragua's, uh, Nicaragua's office. Hold on one second, guys. For the Nicaraguan's officials in the wake of November's sham election in Nicaragua. To date, the Department of Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control imposed sanctions against the Nicaraguan Public Ministry and nine Nicaraguan government officials. On November 7, the Ortega Murillo government held an election that denied Nicaraguans their ability to vote in free and fair elections. Following months of repression and the imprisonment of 39 individuals, including seven potential presidential candidates, opposition members, journalists, students, and members of civil society. For years, the Ortega Murillo government shipped away at Nicaragua's democratic institutions and allow corruption and impunity to reign. Don't you guys remember in 2018 when the Shito imposed sanctions and they decided to like destroy even the the University of Managua in in uh Nicaragua? Because I remember that that was 2018. So I don't know what Anthony is talking about, but let's continue. He said, as a result, the U.S. Department of Treasury announced sanctions against the Nicaraguan public ministry and nine Nicaraguan officials. The public ministry played a primary role in the regimes. It's, it's so crazy. And I've said this many times. Every, every time a Latin American country uh, or any brown country in this world decides to do something for the people, it's called a regime by the U.S. for some odd reason. But it says, um, arrest of potential opposition presidential candidates, other leaders of civil society, the private sector, students and journalists in advance of the elections. The U.S. Department of Treasury designated the nine Nicaraguan officials pursuant to EO, 13 executive order 13851 for being officials of the government of Nicaragua or having served as officials of the government of Nicaragua at any time on or after January 10, 2007. These nine individuals facilitate the Ortega Murillo regime's repression, including its human rights abuses or manage institutions that finance the undemocratic Ortega Murillo regime or otherwise sustain it at the expense of the Nicaraguan people. For a complete list of new sanctions, see the Treasury release. And trust me, we're going to see it. Trust me, we're going to see it. Uh, I posted this on my Instagram the other day because I wanted you guys, look, you might not understand what's going on, uh, but basically this is the same story. And I know I have Cuban people here that watches my content, but I have to bring it up. This is the same bullshit that the United States has done to Venezuela and to Cuba and Honduras and El Salvador. Every time we have a socialist democracy near the United States, all of a sudden, the empire decides 
that's a regime. They're abusive to its people. They're so bad. And they start spreading misinformation. And because a lot of our people took the information from media, from networks, from MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, and all this stuff, that's what they think it's happening in the country. But then when you go to the actual country, you realize that none of these things are happening. And then you start asking yourself, what the hell is going on? What in the actual hell is going on? And we saw it with the Castro administration. We saw it with Chavez. We saw it in El Salvador now. We're seeing it in Honduras. And now we're seeing it in Nicaragua. You're sanctioning. Let me tell you something. You're sanctioning a country that wants to help its people just, the, just as much as the Cuban and the Venezuelan governments have helped its people. And I'm not saying they're perfect. I know they both have problems. Every country has problems. But to be honest with you, you have to think this way. You have a country that has free college, free healthcare, and is building its country and helping its people. But then here in the United States, when was the last time that you heard that the United States is giving its people free college and free Medicare for all? Didn't we have to fight AOC and the squad to actually include that in the freaking bill? In this country that's supposed to not be bad to its people, but all of a sudden Nicaragua and the Ortega Murillo's regime is bad? Because we're so pristine that we have this entitled position to actually decide what democratic process is pristine and which one is a sham. Make that make sense. And what's the saddest part about this is that our diaspora tends to take their information from acne instead of actually asking people in the country. And acne and Joe Biden and Fox and MSNBC and CNN, they're not telling you the real truth. This is the same people that has told that in Puerto Rico, there's a democracy. What democracy when you guys know, and I have shown here evidence, we live in, under a dictatorship by an oversight board. But that's what they preach here to the diaspora, which is one of the reasons why I bring news to this channel. Because a lot of people either don't have the time or are too lazy to research this information. So I don't understand why I'm seeing more and more and more and more and more Nicaraguan diaspora talking as if democracy is not the way of Nicaragua. There was a democracy. There was literally seven candidates on the ballot. People were voting within the first 15 minutes that they were there. 65% of Nicaragua's population voted. The process was extremely democratic and literally Daniel Ortega uh, won. Period, point blank. Now, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony <laughs> decided, you know, oh, we don't like that he won. Sanction him. He's not allowed to come into this country. Let's just sanction him. And if you don't believe me, I have the voices. I cannot play the actual video, but I do have the voices of some people in Nicaragua because a lot of people went 
and actually interviewed the people of Nicaragua and asked them questions about this. And I want you guys to hear what Nicaraguans have to say about their democratic process. Give me one second, guys. While I'm uh, playing the video, I want to say that, you know, it's so crazy to me the amount of misinformation that a lot of people will believe and promote, which is why I keep telling people it is scary to actually see our own Latinos keep promoting this type of stuff because they're not reading. And one, literally one important part about reporting and having a platform is reading, is reading. I don't understand why. Like I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call out nobody, but some people really have to start researching things and, and asking people on the ground for stuff before you start making accusations because you're starting to look stupid. But I'm gonna let, um, there is a reporter from the Gray Zone that actually um, went on the ground to actually report on the Nicaraguan's election. And I'm gonna say that, in all honesty, I don't know, uh, you know, what people are thinking. Um, there's nothing we can actually do regarding the ignorance of some Latinos here. But if you're not seeing the writing in the wall regarding this situation, I don't know what to think of you. And this is why I always go hard at the slow taps, at the Hispano taps, you know, and the snow taps, because it's, it's very easy to sit down and talk everything that you want to talk, but have actually no facts. So I'm going to let you guys uh, listen to what some Nicaraguans have said about the democratic process in Nicaragua. Ah, claro que sí. 
Well, you guys heard basically there were several Nicaraguans that were talking about their process during this election and they had zero complaints about the democratic process. And I'm going to say, you know, where are the people that often love to talk about imperialism, capitalism, and all these isms when this is what's happening to Latin America? And we have people like Atni doing this kind of stuff to our countries and destabilizing them, just like it happened in 2018. This is why I keep bringing up, because we have some of the, the Hispano Teps often come at me to keep telling me that we don't need to make more money. We don't need to do any businesses. Don't listen to a woman. Don't listen to what she is saying. Well, guess what? And I'm sorry because I'm gonna say it. Guess what, motherfuckers? Money is what be, uh, we are being starved of. Financial sanctions, if you don't know what financial sanctions are to a country, go watch my SOS Cuba stream that is the worst thing that can happen to any country especially in the west we saw it with venezuela we saw it with cuba we're seeing it with el salvador we're seeing it with honduras now honduras has its election at towards the end of this month and I wonder what's gonna happen because the last time we saw what happened in Honduras, the Shito endorsed a narco state that left a lot of people dead. And that is what's happening right now. And I see the Hispano Teps not understanding their position. And a lot of them come up at the Ricans. They love to come at the Rick. Oh, Puerto Ricans are pussies. Puerto Ricans are this. Puerto Ricans are that. Simply because what? Because we are U.S. citizens under the same empire and you guys are not. 
because we're still getting screwed over the same way with no lubricant. But if that's the way, at least give our people citizenship. And I don't see nobody organizing in any way to ensure that at least the empire that's fucking you over gives you something in return. Everybody's, oh yeah, the, the empire rules it all and we're gonna defend ourselves by making babies and throwing the babies at them. Is that the purpose? <laughs> Is that the purpose? Making babies and throwing the babies at them? I love what Jose said. It is because it makes too much sense. Absolutely. It makes too much sense for people to understand that we are in a financial war. But when I say it, I'm just the fat bitch that doesn't know anything. And it's a woman. But then when you see Anthony from the Department of State saying the same thing, what you're going to say now? I said this, all of this stuff I said since the beginning of the year, I've been telling all of y'all, get shit ready, shit's coming. Capitalism can only exist by oppressing surrounding areas and extracting all of the resources. Who are the surrounding areas of the American empire? You and me, you and me. But by all means, continue to insult me. Continue to insult me. Continue to compare yourselves with Black Americans, um, with Indigenous Americans, with Asians. I've heard so many things. Keep worrying about making babies. Maybe you can throw it at the American empire and see if it works. You never know. That might be a new war tactic. <laughs> You know, it's something that I don't understand. Make that make sense. You're the only thing, and, and I'm very sorry for Nicaragua because I've known Nicaraguan people here. They're one of the most nicest people out here. One of the most nicest. And it's so sad that all they have to account for or rely on is just people that are scattered around and not organized because they don't have the cojones to actually take charge. And that is something that is spreading amongst Latin America and all our diaspora. And yes, take it out of me. You can actually insult me. I don't care. I'm Puerto Rican. We don't give a fuck. Insult me by all means, but it's not going to change the fact that what I'm saying is true. It's not going to change the fact that the American empire is destroying Latin America once again. And the fact that they have attacked so many people and so many countries and sanctioned so many of our countries tells you that our people are fed up. Our people are fed up about it. And if you don't believe me, well, good luck. At the same time, um, Nicaragua has isolated itself from the OAS, basically in Spanish, Las Organizaciones de Estados Americanos, 
the Organization for American States. And basically, there's a lot of memes that have been uh, circulating regarding this disenfranchised, uh, disenfranchised uh, organization. Do you guys remember when there was a dilemma between uh, Maduro and and Juan uh, Guaido in Venezuela? Well, the OAS keeps saying that Juan Guaido is the president of Venezuela, but we know full well that it was Maduro. But, like I said, we don't see things coming until they're literally in our faces. And one of the favorite memes that I saw was this one that I wanted to share with you guys because it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> um, basically, it's asking um, for what the OAS is useful. Uh, a, to help uh, transitional uh, Latin American countries uh, to help to to help destroy Latin American countries. B, um, basically, um, avail the corrupt government from the right in Latin America, promote wars uh, of the United States against uh, Latin American countries, or D, all of the above. You decide. <laughs> so to be honest with you, this is something that is extremely hilarious to me. And like I said, this is the same organization that has Juan Guaido as the Venezuelan president simply because they feel like to. Now, imagine if we as Latinos from our countries try to tell the U.S. that instead of Joe Biden because he's too old or we don't like him or whatever, the president that won was Ice Cube. And we want Ice Cube to be that president. That's basically what's happening. That's basically what's happening. That's literally what it's happening. And if you don't understand what it's going down, what allowed the U.S. to actually do this? Uh, the president, and that's that's another thing that I want to say. I touched here last the last weekend that I was here. I touched on the fact that we needed to stop voting for stupid people because we're literally winning stupid prices. We literally are winning stupid prices, and if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Joe Biden, one person that many Latinos voted for, um, basically signed the Renacer Act. And if you don't know what the Renacer Act is, is which allowed him to sanction Nicaragua, the Renacer Act basically is, this bill establishes measures to monitor, report on, and address corruption and human rights abuses in Nicaragua. Like we don't have corruption in the U.S. Where is this Renaissance Act? Why they have not? Have you argue? Haven't you questioned yourself about what about the fucking corruption that's happening in your fucking colony called Puerto Rico? Where is your oversight about that? Where is your oversight about the corruption here in the U.S.? Because we're so pristine here, you know. Everything here is so shiny and polished. Let's just go to other countries and tell them how to do it. 
Now, the bill continues and says, specifically, the bill directs U.S. leadership and international financial institutions to advocate for increased oversight with respect to any loan or financial or technical assistance for projects in Nicaragua. The Department of State and the Department of the Treasury must establish a court, look at this part, a coordinated strategy to align diplomatic engagement with the implementation of targeted sanctions to facilitate free, fair, <laughs> fair, and transparent elections in Nicaragua. Pursuant to this agency, the president must prioritize implementing targeted sanctions on persons obstructing the establishment of conditions necessary for such elections. The State Department must also engage in diplomatic efforts with partner countries to impose targeted sanctions on such individuals. And basically what the bill is requiring the State Department to report on is the involvement of President Daniel Ortega, members of his family. So we're going after people's families now. And senior government officials in significant act of public corruption. Now, all of a sudden, Russian activities in Nicaragua, where is the freaking proof? Including cooperation between the Russian and the Nicaraguan military personnel and intelligence services. All purchases and agreements entered into by Nicaragua with respect to its military or intelligence sector. So basically now, we can they're gonna monitor if the Nicaraguan uh, president wants to purchase any military to defend his country. That's basically what this bill is. That's what Joe Biden just signed with Kamala Harris. And gross, gross human rights violations by the Ortega government against campesinos, natives of Latin America, rural areas, especially Latin America, Indian farmers or farm laborers, and indigenous communities. In addition, the State Department must report on obstacles faced by Nicaraguans to obtain accurate, objective, and comprehensive news and information about domestic and international affairs. So we're gonna meddle into their business and submit a strategy for strengthening independent broadcasting information distribution and media platforms in Nicaragua. So we're gonna indoctrinate, we're going to indoctrinate their people through media. We're gonna control what they put out. We wanna control how they trade. We wanna control their defense. We wanna know what they're purchasing. We want to know what they bought. Like imagine for, imagine that you go to your neighbor's house and they have to report to you every time they went to Saks Fifth Avenue or if they went to Macy's or if they went to Nordstrom or if they went to Target because you want to know what they got because you want to, you want to prepare yourself for something that is never going to happen because you want to know other countries' business and because they didn't do what you wanted. Now you want to overthrow their government and call them a sham, sham elections, sham elections. Sham elections. Basically, Jose, that is censorship. That is basically what I'm talking about. And something that irritates the living hell out of me. Where are the slow taps? 
Oh, I, I get it. They're still talking about Danny Lee, Travis Scott, Lil Uzi, Kim Kardashian and stuff. Oh, and Cristo Rey. Let's not forget that part in the Spanish Empire. Because those things are the things that are happening right now. And our most pressing issue is that right now. We're seeing the writing on the wall, people. We're literally seeing the writing on the wall. And then you come here to this country because your country right now, it's a piece of shit thanks to the American empire. And guess what? You get treated like shit here. You're a beaner up in here. People look down on us. They tell, they tell us, go back to your country. Well, we wouldn't be here. We want to be in our country. But guess what? Your country doesn't know how to coexist with others. That's basically what's happening. And we're going not only after the president. We're going after his family. His family. His family, and I have many things that I've said before, and I know a lot of people came at me, some people insulted me on my DMs and shit, but this is a problem. This is a stupid problem to have. This is the same shit that we're seeing happening all throughout Latin America, and it's because simply we're the organized people. Like we say in Puerto Rico, mucho cacique y poco indio. We have way too many quote unquote leaders, not a lot of followers. And that is our freaking problem. Abide by one person and one system in your country and shut the fuck up. Pick one. Isn't that the same shit we're seeing in Mexico with the cartels? Pick a cartel. Make them your present. Shut up. That's my opinion. The same all throughout Latin America. Yes, they might sell drugs, but guess what? That's the only commodity we have to trade. So I can't really blame them. I see that um, uh, Rakim says, Rap music is not satanic, and if Travis Scott is the only rapper you know, you need to educate yourself on an art form that has cultivated American culture for the last 30 years. Well, guess what? Let me tell you something, Andino. In Kisidor, how is that part of the conversation? Hip-hop has turned 50 years this year. It 50, marks 50 years of hip-hop. And before that, we had rock and roll. People were still people. Even in the Greek ancient civilizations, people were people. Music doesn't necessarily make people. This is the same problem that I keep having and encountering with slow taps, hispano taps, and all the taps. Why we want to keep, ram you know, I see, our little community as a three, we keep burning branches and branches and branches of stupidity. But in reality, 
the problem persists. And then when somebody brings a solution, when somebody's telling you what you got to do, all of a sudden you have excuses, pretextos, stupidity, and insults. Then don't fucking complain. I don't want to hear another Mr. BBC stupid show. I don't want to hear another uh, The Blacks show. I don't want to hear none of the stupid shows happening on this corner. And I know I'm being harsh on a lot of people. I don't want to keep hearing this stupidity. And I'm talking now to my viewers. If you care about Latin America, stop supporting this stupidity. Force these people to actually research it and bring you the information so that you can make decisions accordingly. If you care about Latin America, this is it. This is the time. This is the time to build our community. Our community is destroyed. If another empire can come in and do whatever, it's destroyed. Because I don't see the U.S. going into New Zealand today. They're coming to our backyard. So, like I said, I'm going to still be here for the 10% of the people that actually care about Latin America. I'm still going to be here. My question is, where would you be? And, and we see, you know, the horseshit continues. Like I said, this is stupid. This is a stupid problem to have. Every country in Latin America is going to turn right now to what? Rubble, stupidity, incompetent individuals. Because if you didn't saw the riots that, the, you know, basically the coup that the empire tried to do in Nicaragua in 2018, what they went after. What this coup led by the empire went after, I'll tell you what, they destroyed police prisons and college. Why? Why? Two avenues for people to defend themselves and educate themselves. It's not a coincidence. These people know how to go in and do these things. And they're going to keep on doing it because that's life. My thing is, when is it going to stop? When are we going to make this stop? When are we going to wake up one day and forget the fact that this person is fat. Radical Latino is fat. Bro Tep is fat. Everyone is fat. Oh, this person is gay. Who cares if the person is gay, fat, and ridiculous if they're telling facts? You are grown ups. And I'm talking to my slow taps and my Hispano taps. Who gives a crap that a person, how a person looks? The last time I checked, this is not Tinder. 
how a person looks is not important. This is YouTube. That's all I got to say. Donkey. When are we going to stop? When the stupidity is going to go to end? Because this these things, I think people don't understand what uh, we're talking about. They don't understand what we're talking about. Yeah, McDonald's and Nutella, Juan Rambo. McDonald's and Nutella. <laughs> Blood Moon says, American-born Latinos don't care about Latin America. I was raised here, so I'm more about New York City than white people rep Latin America. If you care about America, the America empire, then you're an American imperialist. You're not a Latino. Latinos care about Latin America. Latinos are from Latin America. We might be relocated, not by choice. Because if our countries had what this country has, because they have harvested our resources from us forcefully, we will be in our countries. Well, blood moon, but that's only you. She said, I rep my culture, not necessarily the land. That, that's only you. These kids are repping, well, not kids. These are grown ass men and women. They rep the country. Oh, this is my country. I love my country and my flag and my shed and my this. Knock it off. What country? What freaking country? You don't have country. You don't have a land. I see a lot of people, and I know this is going to be controversial, but I see a lot of people talking shit about, oh, black people have no land. You don't have a land. If America can come in and, and, and destabilize Latin America, we don't own our land. Newsflash, plot twist. You have no land. We have no land unless we claim our land. What land Latinos have that we control? None, zero, culo, dick, nothing. Name me one country in the world that is controlled by Latinos with defense and military. None. Absolutely none. And the only way to fight this is through money. Why? Because the world runs on money. It doesn't run on babies. You can't take a baby and throw it at the American empire in the hopes that it will take it down. That's not the way nation building works. Yeah, I agree with Jose. There are people that need to decide what country they care about. And there's no problem with that. No tea, no shade. Pick a side. Or you don't have to pick a side because I said so. 
but get the hell out of the way. Get the hell out of the way if you're not going to do anything. Don't be a roadblock for people. Don't spread stupid misinformation. Don't contribute to the stupidity. Just keep it moving. Be about your life. And that's it. Juan Rambo says, I am grateful to be born in the USA. I will probably be dead or in jail living in Latin America. Well, more power to you. I'm grateful that you're grateful. <laughs> So it's like I said, the empire has struck back one more time and we're gonna see it in Honduras. Towards the end of November, they have their elections. We're gonna see this shit again. Are you guys ready? Or you wanna talk about my fat roll some more? Because it's like I said, you can talk all, that, that's something that I have heard from so many Latinos. Oh, I love my country, but I wouldn't want to go live there. If that's your sentiment, you're as stupid as they come. We have the cleanest beaches, the best quality of air, the best people, the best culture, the best music, the best foods, the best land to plant and farm and a lot of other resources. But you wanna be in the cement jungle where there's poor quality of air, disgusting beaches, people are fucking rude, they don't like you, and be broke. And you don't care. That's what I keep saying. It's like, it's very easy to, to talk about a lot of things and communism and socialism and democracy and those countries and whatnot and see all this stuff from afar. That's the best way to deal with things. That's the best way to deal with things from afar. Oh, you know, like, yeah, I'm not gonna go there and find nothing. What was the last time Look, Maduro is the only president right now that's fighting the empire. But when I said to people, to the slow taps and the Hispano taps and all the dumb taps, we need to unite countries that are in proximity to each other. South America should be their own continent and, and, and act as one. North America and Central America should unite and act as one. And Caribbean Latinos and Caribbean countries should act as one and then only come to each other when we need defense. I was called divisive. I was called a bitch and stupid. But now imagine that Nicaragua would have had the backup of other countries in Central America and Mexico. And they would have formed an army to support Nicaragua. What possibly could happen? That's so crazy. No other country has ever done that, right? <laughs> oh my God. 
No other country has done that, right? That's not the way other countries work. Say something, it's a question that I wanna bring to, and I said it when I started this season, I'm gonna keep going forward on the slow taps. There's a lot of positions that are not going to be filled, that are needed, and it's not going to be fulfilled simply because of slow tap mentality and laziness. Looser culture. See that Blombon says, if the laws in DR was like New York City, I would love to live there. Absolutely, I know that for a fact. I don't know, I've yet to know a Latino that says, yeah, I moved here because I wanted to experience the Americana. No, they moved here because there's money, opportunities. So what is it gonna be, slow taps? Cause I know a lot of them give me hate views and I love it. I love the slow taps too, because we gotta love our donkeys too. And, and you know, I'm trying to learn a little more about the Bible and the Bible says that we must love our animals and beasts. So I'm trying to love the slow taps as well. But in all honesty, why we have this pussy, pussycat culture? Where where did we learn this from? We saw our indigenous people be suffocated by an empire before. What did we learn? <laughs> it's like donkey lives matter. Yeah. What did we learn? And the last time we faced an empire like this. I'm going to tell you what, the last time that Latin America faced an empire like this, there was 75 million people in what is known today as Latin America. You want to know how many survived out of 75 million? 3 million. 72 million were killed. Just to give you a perspective. And you think this cannot happen to you? Look at Syria, look at Yemen. And nobody's asking you to go and risk your life and do nothing. The only thing that you have to do is make freaking money in a country that you can make money just by working and have a business and get into corporations and move certain aspects of your life forward. Look, Juan Rambo. If that is the case, that in Cuba you get shot by protesting, how is it that you have the president protesting with some protesters? When we get these disruptive ideas that the American empire is coming to the Cuban aid as if, America is any better than Cuba. When we get this notion and people start getting rowdy about it and wants to bring in the U.S., that's when things go south. 
Let's call it what it is. No, I am not supporting that, you know, the the regime that, you know, we have, like, Atni loves to call our <laughs> presidencies and, and the parties ruling Latin America. I'm not suggesting that they should do this to the people. They should not. They should educate the citizens in Cuba, Venezuela, and all these countries so that they don't do this type of stuff and they don't fall for it. However, this is what happens when misinformation and stupidity is being spread around. And then we have losers here having the upper hand in the United States and not doing shit about it not doing absolutely nothing about it but then they want to come at people like me like radical latino and tell us that we're anti-latino i'm so anti-latino that all i talk about is latin america i'm so anti-latino that when i ask these people to even donate for the migrant children held in long beach in a federal facility nobody did Nobody volunteered. Volunteer, it wouldn't have cost you anything to volunteer. Nobody did. But I'm the anti-Latino. I'm the one that's not doing anything. And I wonder what are these people doing? Oh, I know, fucking and drinking. Fucking and drinking. But then we wanna say, you know, we have Latino pride. We're moving forward. This woman don't know what she's talking about. But maybe, like I said, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe they're right. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I am crazy. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. And Atney is also right in Joe Biden too. So I'm going to put the link in the chat, guys. I'm going to take a four-minute break. But before I do, I want to remind you guys to follow me on Instagram so that you can follow all the stories that I've been covering and also follow what's going to happen in the next election in Honduras, uh, among other things that are happening in Latin America and our Latin diaspora. So make sure that you follow me on Instagram so that you can keep up with me, share things, we can laugh about it and do all kinds of stuff. So make sure that you follow me on Instagram. Guys, it's 7.05 where I am at right now in Los Angeles. So I'm going to be back at 7.10. So get your popcorn ready, get your drinks together, go use the loo, do whatever it is you got to do. And I'll see you guys in five minutes at 7.10 Pacific time.
And we are back, people. We are back. We are back. I hope everybody has gotten the snacks, everything that they need to actually welcome the people that are backstage. But before I do, I want to remind everybody that the views and the statements of the guests do not necessarily represent those of the channel and or of those of the panel members. As some comments may be offensive to the Changuitos, aka select groups of people. Now, by calling into the live show, I want to remind you that you waive your rights to the use of your image and likeness for the purposes of this show. And without any further ado, I want to welcome the main of Iceland, I mean, Parchester, and my dear friend, Rakim. How are you guys? Good evening. Everybody. Doing pretty well. <laughs> uh, so what are your thoughts, uh, guys, on this whole Empire Strikes Back? Um, you know, it's kind of hard for people like myself. See, I was born and raised in the U.S., but I do care what happens in Puerto Rico and other Latin American countries, and um, you know, you know, it, you know, it can be kind of hard. But at some point, uh, people need to make a decision where they got to stand in all this, and um, it, you know, they can continue to try to sit in the sidelines, but eventually they're going to have to make a choice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's something that, you know, I'm seeing that one Rumble said, we did our part. We voted for Biden against Trump. Make that make sense if Trump and Biden are the same thing. Okay. I love, I love what Johnny Mills said. He said, I don't even care about Donald Trump or Joe Biden. They're both the same. Absolutely. If I may opine, I mean, what thing is what's coming with the election, presidential election last year? And the presidential election of 2016 is we had two crappy choices, and um, and the sad thing is if you choose not to vote, basically you're voting that the other person wins. So it's the unfortunate situation that we end up um, voting for the lesser of two evils, and that and it's going to continue as long as other political parties are not allowed to enter into the into the equation absolutely absolutely and it's like i said i'm like isn't under biden that we're seeing more crisis at the border isn't joe biden the wasn't he the vice president during the obama's eight years of the administration that deported more uh mexicans and central americans than any other president 52 million deported. So I don't know. I don't care about optics. And that is something we need to drift away. I don't um, care about what a, a person says. I care about what a person does. Um, Denise, you know what's the problem with that? Yeah, it makes so much sense. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but Rakim, uh, welcome. And I want to know what are your thoughts on the Empire Strikes Back? Uh, my thoughts is, you know, me personally, I don't like to see any country destabilized. Of course, I'm a black American male. I know what it's like to have, you know, to be under somebody's thumb or someone to have control over you. And the <clears> thing <throat> that's going on in Latin America with the government is just, it's real sad to see, man, because 
it's a lot of people that's just trying to, you know, have a day-to-day um, living, just make just make a day-to-day living. A lot of people are struggling down in places like Nicaragua, in places um, like Colombia, you know, and of course, we know what's going on on the island of PR with the whole, you know, trying to turn it into a state and the corruption that has led a lot of people in Puerto Rico to just barely be making it. And it's just... <laughs> And it's just sad to see. And I don't think we understand, you know, and it doesn't matter the group. I just don't think people really understand it as on a united front. If you just decide that we're not going to take this or we're not going to um, just allow ourselves to be bullied out of our land or just allow for another power to come in and just take control of everything. If we have to fight, if we have to sacrifice if we have to die, then that's just exactly what we're going to do. But I just think some people just don't have to fight in them. They rather just sit on the sidelines, see how things play out. And as long as, you know, things work out in their favor, then they feel like they don't have the uh, power to be able to do anything else about any other situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, uh, to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's something that... <sighs> It's so disheartening to see so many people programmed by media thinking that, you know, optics and identity politics is something so beautiful when, you know, we have people like AOC that a lot of people said, oh, you know, the squad, she's part of the squad. She she literally is fighting white, white supremacy. She's advocating for the Ricans here. What AOC has done but being a hypocrite with an expensive, stupid dress? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And speaking of Puerto Ricans, but in this case, a good Puerto Rican, I want to welcome Ramon. What's up, Ramon? Hey, hey, Denise. Thanks for letting me on your panel again. <laughs> You're having a, a two-show special today, I see. Hey, <laughs> hey what's up, guys, again? Um, really, on this one, on this subject, I will admit that I don't have, there is not much that, that I can say that you haven't said already, and except to reiterate, this is something that I, I mentioned to you in a, on a past stream. I think it, it's the one that had to do with Cuba and yeah. uh, the embargo that has been going on that we thought that, that the United States was going to let up on, but they reapplied it again the embargo is still in, in effect which yep. is like the this permanent sanction towards the towards the island since the kennedy years at least and something that i uh i mentioned to you i believe uh, is that the embargoes and economic sanctions are uh, acts of war because it, people die because of them Be, uh, eco economies other other countries' economies are affected in, in such a negative way that the their people suffer. The people suffer. The people get starved. The they they don't have access to certain things like medicines to take care of their people, for example, and that can cause people to die unnecessarily. They are acts of war. That's something yeah. that is, my understanding is that that is recognized internationally unfortunately because of the u.s uh, foreign policy that's it's because of, of the foreign policy that's what was why what's happening to nicaragua is happening 
why the the actions of the of the U.S. government towards Nicaragua are happening right now is because of, of the fucking foreign policy. And it's basically, it's basically to put it in the simplest terms possible. It's basically whoever is not willing to to get to to willingly bend over so that the United States can fuck them in the ass, they're gonna force them to fuck them in the ass. Yeah. And it's gonna be it's gonna be forced sodomy if it's not willingly. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Alo, the, alo te bondi, uh-huh. <laughs> te bondi style. <laughs> oh, excuse, excuse me, guys. Yeah, go ahead, Jose. No, I'm sorry. It's just that um, there's there's a comment in the chat which you know I, I, I okay I have some issues with it because um, that that you know that kind of you know you know it, it, it rubs me the wrong way. In fact, referring to AOC as a globalistic Jew, I mean, I mean, why bring in a religious group into this whole conversation? Well, I, I think it's 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 more of what I was saying. Is this stupidity sometimes that I wish our people wouldn't suffer from? Okay. You know, we don't have time to focus on that when, like I said, if you don't know what sanctions, financial sanctions are to a country, go check my SOS stream, SOS Cuba. That's what's coming to Nicaragua. Is destroying Nicaragua. Nicaragua is an amazing democratic state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. of course, it's not as intense. Uh, and as big and as you know as as first country first world country as the u.s but it has more benefits well i just thought i'd bring it to your attention you being you know you being the you know being the host this is your channel that's why yeah absolutely absolutely but you know honestly i see that brotep is here what's up brotep yes hello brotep it's long time no see long time Mm -hmm. no see yes And to be honest with you, this is, come on now, this is something that we we have to speak out about more. We have literally almost 10 countries in Latin America being ransacked by the U.S. Empire right now. Shout out to you, bro. He's like, shout out to the panel. Shout out to you too. Yes. So, So to be honest with you, um, and, and it's a question to slow taps. What are you going to do? Your countries that you say you love are under distress. Or I'm too fat to talk about that. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. no. Excuse me. What's important is the fact that you're dating a black guy. <laughs> and that we have to make the DMR white again. And about Mr. BBC and the resurrection of the Spanish Empire. Yeah. It's like it's like I said, I'm like, there's, we, in the Bible says we must love animals and everybody, including animals and beasts, but come on now. No, if it's all right with you, I would like to share a screen. Yeah, go ahead. To show, to, to, to show something for the people that are surprised, or for the people that are having doubts, for the people that believe that the, U, that the United States is, is, is incapable of doing something like that, or doing economic sanctions to to basically destroy some of, some of the country's economy, even though 
the, the United States did do it to Iraq. They have been trying to do that to Iran for decades. Um, they are helping the Saudis destroy Yemen and we're paying for it. For yeah. it. Those are just a few examples. I mean, that, that <laughs> babies in Yemen are eating their own fingers because they're starving so bad. Yeah, and, we're paying and in Syria, for it. And we're, not only that, helping Syria too. Syria, they're eating leaves, leaves, yeah. children yeah. eating leaves. Yeah, and we're helping and just, by paying for it. Excuse me, and, did um, I hear Kumar Green? Okay, uh, and let share me, it on her phone. Uh -huh, and I just, uh, I just wanted to say one thing. It's like just to reiterate on what Ramon was saying earlier. I know people that went off into the military and once they come back home they just like they were just telling me like dude this foreign policy makes me not even the things that they've seen the things that they found out that the united states are behind being in the military they're just like they were just very very um what's the word i'm looking for just disgusted that you know the united states was just doing this to different people and my personal opinion in the end i do believe that will be the united states downfall this terrible foreign policy that they have all over the world that they you know go in here and they bully people they pretty much you know extort people out of resources and if you don't and if you don't, and if you decide to fight back they make it three times four times as difficult yeah absolutely um, I want to highlight something that Juan Rambo said. He's like, I understand you guys hate the USA. We don't hate the No, no, no. It always has to be. I was very specific about, about what I was having a problem with. And it was I was very specific to say the foreign policy. I didn't say I hate our America. You see, you, you're having this simplistic hearing. Like, uh, you you need to stop watching Fox News because Fox News and, and PragerU and Turning Point USA are the ones that teach you to, to always interpret a difference of opinion as hate for the United States. That's not what I said. I said specifically the problem with the foreign policy because it, the, the, the United States is not very good at, at diplomacy. It's always trying to impose things on other countries and other peoples, always always threatening. It's always threatening so, uh, uh, someone else or, or people in another sovereign nation. It's, it's always threat of force, threat of sanctions, threat of violence, threat of invasion. It's always threatening and bullying around the world. That's factual. There is yeah. a reason. That, that's, and, a, that's a reason why the the U.S. has hundreds of military bases around the world to make it to make that shit easier to do. Let, let's yeah. just talk the facts. It, this is not about hate. I mean, no. it, 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 yeah, it, none it, of us, none of us here hate the United States, man. But I do no, care about what they're doing to people in other countries. We're just trying to to establish something that is actually happening, so you can. Whoever said, oh, you hate America. No, no, no. This is not about hate. We're just establishing verifiable, what is verifiable, factually verifiable. So yeah. the, if, you, if, you want, if you want to be coddled and, and all of that, you can go back, go back watch Fox News, watch PragerU and, and Turning Point USA. And they're going to tell you, they're going to keep telling you, yeah, yeah, don't listen. Don't listen to, to, 
uh, um, to those traders. They hate America. They have a difference of opinion from you. Yeah, they hate America. Yes, yes. I mean, go back to them. Go back to those motherfuckers that, that are going to call your feelings and tell you that you're right to, for assuming that others that have a different opinion hate the country. That wasn't about the comment. It's not about hating the country. It's about pointing out the reality of it, of what the the the, the foreign policy is. Yeah, Excuse yeah, and me. and and he also continued. I'm sorry to cut you off, Jose, but he also continued and said, but the China and Russia are making moves in Latin America, and they have zero Fs for people's rights. I understand that, Juan Rambo. We don't hate America. The problem is, and, and this is why I even started this channel, America, I don't see America as the problem, even though America is the problem. And I'm going to explain myself. The problem is us. Who has the problem? The bully or the kid that doesn't prepare itself and trains and learns a defense skill to actually defend himself from the bully? I put the responsibility of it. It's not his fault, but it's his responsibility to learn how to defend himself. Is he not? If you have a bully coming at you and in how many thousands of years Latin America has stood by not progressing on purpose, arguing about stupidity, stupidity, literally stupidity. Simply because uh, you have something in the background, Uli. Um, close all the all the other tabs, the the YouTube tab. Um, arguing about stupidity instead of arming ourselves. Why do you think the U.S. doesn't go to places like North Korea, Russia to invade over there? Because they have nuclear power. They can defend themselves. We can't. That's something that Ramon even said many times here before. Many times I've heard Ramon say the same thing. We don't have nuclear power. We don't have nuclear power. We don't have nuclear power. Like, yeah. it is the truth. We're not prepping ourselves for anything. And those things need money. But when I say to the slow taps, we need to make money. We need to defend Latin America. We need to preserve our culture. We need to preserve our nations. Then I am just, oh, Mr. BBC, let's talk about pop culture. Let's talk, uh, let's talk about how I have an African-American for a fiance. Let's talk about my weight. Let's start about talk about anything. Because that's what's most more important. Now, um, Jose, you wanted to say something and then I want yeah, to go. Yeah. Um, th this goes back to my, my last stream regarding how people are intolerant about other people's views. Okay. This is a perfect example. We, I mean, what we're doing is we're calling out certain issues about what the United States is doing. Okay, when you, a true friend, a true friend, when they see someone doing something wrong, they try to let that person know that they're doing wrong. If the person doesn't want to listen, that's another issue altogether. But the fact of the matter is this, you know, we're just simply addressing certain things that the United States is doing is not correct. That doesn't make us anti-American. In fact, if anything, because more American, because we actually care. Actually, there is a saying that says that um, 
dissension, I believe. Dissension is the highest form of patriotism. That, that meaning, meaning that if you're willing to criticize the government, the, the government of your country for what is doing wrong, that, that that is a way to show patriotism because you care about the country that you're in and you want the the, the government, the people that are supposed to 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 be representing and doing for the people to do better. So it, it, how is that hateful? It's how not. Hateful? It's not. It's not. Now I'm gonna let Uli uh, talk. Welcome, Uli. This is your first time in Latin explaining. What's up? Ah, uh, hi. Uh, thank you. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, we can oh, hear you. Can What's your take on the Empire Strikes Back? Uh, <laughs> you're talking about the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I got I'm getting a little late, uh, but I, I managed to hear what they were saying, and I agree. I mean, uh, there was a time in, in which I was I didn't know enough, and I was saying, "No, why are you criticizing our, our country?" I mean, I've been living here for a long time, so I, that's I just refer to this as my country, even though I'm from the Dominican Republic. And but the, that that's a reality. Yeah, we are not criticizing the country; we are criticizing the action of the government, which is a different thing. I mean, exactly. That uh, that's that's what you do in a democracy, and, and more than uh, after the what happened in the last few months, for example, the, the thing in Afghanistan is kind of tragic when you think about it. All the resources that went there, almost twenty years, if not twenty years, people died, and they just leave. And then you say, okay, so why were we there in the first place? I mean, and you when you see all the money that was spent there, like two trillion dollars. That's a lot of money uh, for nothing. It's like, okay, so we were, were they really, was the intention ever to help Afghanistan or just to spend a lot of money and giving it to well-connected people in well-connected company? Yeah, one one ask itself. I don't know if you uh, watch when um, the, the news reported on the fact that the government assigned 19 more million dollars the pentagon asked for no i'm sorry the pentagon asked for 19 billions to continue the the quote-unquote defense right mm -hmm. but the government decided that 19 was not enough and they gave them 29 billion correct yeah <laughs> did you saw yeah, those I, news <laughs> yeah but it, 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 it seems not to make sense until you see what's going on here the Pentagon is the army. They say, okay, we just need, I don't know, 10 tanks, whatever. But the person that is the company that is going to sell the the tanks, you know, they go directly to the senators and to the congresspersons, you know, pass them some money. Oh, yeah, uh, they actually need 30. But they don't listen yeah. to the <laughs> You yes. nailed it in the head. That's yeah. precisely what's happening. No, Raytheon. There's something that I was talking about, to talk about. <laughs> I heard, uh, I don't recall where, that they are losing money now after the war in Afghanistan. If you check the latest numbers, Raytheon? They, yeah, they are not oh. making a lot of money because yeah, they were one of the main contractors in Afghanistan. And when you look at where the money went in Afghanistan, you know, uh, the reason why or some medical equipment was abandoned in Afghanistan, because look, that, that was in the news when the U.S. was getting out of that country. Uh, all the news stations keep saying, oh, but they're leaving all that equipment over there. They're leaving thousands of trucks, tents, even helicopters. Why not bring it out? 
Well, if you bring it out, then you don't have to replace them. Now you have to. And that is basically what many Americans are questioning this uh, this this administration of the U.S. I'm not talking precisely about Joe Biden's, but all the administrations that have kept us in war. We keep asking America, why are you continuing this endless wars? And the reason is simple. This is not a democracy. Many people have said it. This is an oligarchy. This is an oligarchy where we respond to big pharma, big corps, big everything. That, and in that, reality, in reality, you're you're voting for people that are going to do the same thing. You're never going to see a change. You're never going to see uh, all of this country thriving again, simply because your democracy was sold decades ago to every American corporation that has its tight on it and whatever they want the u.s government with your taxpayer money with your tax dollars to purchase and transfer the wealth into this big corpse that's what's going to happen know what you need know what you want not medicare for all not freaking uh minimum wage nothing is going to happen for you it's going to happen for the corporations mm -hmm. And people yeah, need and to understand that. Yeah, and one last thing before I shut up and let somebody else talk. I <laughs> yeah. mean, uh, if you see this partisanship that people normally have, or for this party or for that party, that people need to wake up. I mean, you have to be for the country. You vote for every four years or every two years in the case of Congress. You just make your homework as a citizen. Try to find out who can you support of the people that are running. If you if you don't find anybody, you can also stay at home or write somebody up. But you know, uh, we should stop this thing about just automatically, you know, just supporting this party because oh, I always vote for this party or my family did for always vote for this party. No, right now in this country, there's only one political party, the party of Washington. They are out for themselves, and that's why nothing changes. No matter who is in power, nothing changes. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that I, I watched Jimmy Dore said on a show that he had this week. It's like, if the Democrats win, it's good for Goldman Sachs. And if the Republicans win, guess what? It's good for Goldman Sachs. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. And something that I want people to understand. These people are not being brutal maniacs around the world simply for the sake of doing so. It's because they keep, they need to keep spending money for these corporations. And who's at the other end of all this warfare? Latin America. The places that we care about. The places that we love and we call home. And they're under distress. And these people have the means to do so. Why? Because we keep funding it with our tax dollars here. That's what's going on. That's yeah. basically what is going on. And people don't catch on the wave because they don't literally take an interest in policies. Um, ex excuse me, Denise. Go ahead, Jose. I'm gonna make a confession, okay? I used to watch Fox News for years. I no longer watch Fox News. Because after a while, it's like when when I sat down and I'm thinking about what's being reported 
and what's being said, it doesn't make any sense. Unfortunately, uh, you have people who their only source of information is Fox News and CNN and NBC and ABC, but yet they don't bother to do the due diligence and the research um, regarding a, a situation or what a person is campaigning for. Absolutely. And not only that, they, uh -huh. we need to understand and come to terms. Even if you read the whole governmental platform of a Democrat or a Republican, just know for a fact, they take corporate money. It doesn't matter. They're not going to do what you want. They're going to do what they want, what the corporations want. Bill Clinton sold the Democratic Party to corporations. That's how he won. They gave him the money to run. So since Bill Clinton, we don't have a democracy. It doesn't exist. And I love what Andino Inquisidor uh, asked. He said, should I vote? Should I still vote in the next election or no? Look, one thing that I propose to all Latinos to do and African-Americans and Asian-Americans and whoever feels the same way, start endorsing an independent uh, person running for us, running for the people, running for America that is not bought by corporations and watch them like a hawk. Vote um, independent. Denise, the problem is we're gonna need have to need to financially support these people. But how? Okay, okay you, you know what we can do? Okay, we cannot give like large amounts of money, but if you take a million people, okay, and each person donated ten dollars. That's ten million dollars. Okay, ten million dollars may not seem like a, a lot, but you know it, it's something because the fact of the matter is the Democratic candidate will always get billions of dollars. The Republican candidates will, do, will get billions of dollars. The only way that third-party candidates are going to work is that they get some sort of funding so they can run a successful campaign. And the only way they can do that is by people like us to support these people. Yeah, but that, and, that's, and that's something that we can do. But that's, that's precisely why I keep telling the slow taps. What are your political views? What are your political stance? And you know what's the, the most common solution that I have found in the taps? Oh, we're just gonna vote Republican. Didn't I just told you, didn't even Uli told you here, both parties are involved in the same thing. Both parties are bought by Raytheon, by Goldman Sachs, by all these oil uh, industries. They're both in the same, marinating in the same money, in the same pattering culture. Uh, so voting for the Republicans is not the cure to what Democrats are doing and vice versa. We uh, were saying that about Republicans with Deshito, and now we're seeing it with Joe Biden. It's the same thing. And he even said it on national TV. Nothing will potentially change. Didn't he just said that? Yes, but the problem is, Denise, is we expect these people to actually use their brain cells to think. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's out of control. 
this is out of control and and the problem is simply that people don't understand what's happening your party that you love so much got infiltrated by people that were greedy and decided to be take corporate money but with to promote themselves and to enrich themselves but with that corporate money that they took came with obligations and those mm -hmm. obligations are to legislate in favor of the corporations therefore everything that they do is to benefit the top 20 percent of people in this nation and you have two choices become the 20 percent or do something about it but when i say these things and when radical latino says these things and people like us on the panel say these things we're called anti-american we're called everything under the sun we get called fat somebody is going to have to explain to me this fat thing <laughs> well i'll explain it to you later um okay okay if i can just chime in um go ahead jose okay the problem is this denise has been talking about these issues since the onset when she started forming her channel okay and actually, okay, what she a lot of what she said it makes sense. You may not necessarily agree with everything that she says, that's fine, but at least use the brain cells to analyze it. Unfortunately, her detractors they cannot argue her points with facts or with logic. The only way they can argue it is that she's that she has a, a black fiance that she's fat she's a woman I, I mean that's that's been their talking points since day one. Oh, i forgot she's anti-latino men <laughs> okay okay oh, i understand now now you, you, get, you. you get the, the, and we decided to laugh at that yeah, that's a response actually, you know. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. In fact, mm -hmm. in fact, I have a term for the slow tips, the Hispano text, the correct tips, the state text, the divest tips, and the final tips. The mentally and intellectually challenge because they share common um, characteristics. They they do not accept other people's opinions. They're very they're very fragile anybody confronts him with a fact they shrivel it up and die <laughs> no, no, yeah, that, that's that's a sad thing to, to, to this day that there are people that are fundamentally unserious that's basically that's the only way to say it about it they, <laughs> because so anybody that's serious about the situation in the country you know uh, will you know we'll try to you know do what we're doing right now and, and try to talk it over. Let's see what we can do. I mean, it's nice that we have a spaces like this. And that's that's why I remain hopeful. You know, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist, you know. We yeah. didn't have this tool set the other day in uh, a few years back. I mean, if we wanted to talk about this like we're doing right now, well, how do we do it? Yeah. How do we reach out to hundreds of people in a, in, in a little space like this? We do it now. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and it's good that people are... Uh, opening their their eyes, you know. I, I was watching a video. I don't know if you if you know who's Russell Brand is. No, he's I'm the, not familiar with him. He is, he's a comedian from England, uh, from the UK. He, he, he I, I knew him because he used to be married to Kathy Perry, the, the singer, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what, and I know that he was a, a, I don't know how, I never found him funny, but I found his channel. He had like four and a half million and I subscribed to it. He said that he says a lot of things. I mean, he's very well, in, he's very uh, well informed. I mean, and I was listening to his latest video. He was talking about you know, Brian Williams, who is retired from MSNBC and who was demoted from NBC News because they found out that he was lying uh, about something in Iraq. Anyway, the point is, he, in presenting his videos, he was talking about how the media and talking about Fox News, which, uh, again, uh, Jose, I used to watch him too, so you're not alone. Okay. And I stopped watching uh, cable news in 2015. Uh, in 20, no, sorry, in 2016, by the time that Hillary and Trump got their nomination, that's when I stopped watching. I, I quit a call. Oh wow. That was yeah. that was that was early in this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's it, no matter what you watch, it's basically the same lies uh, one way or the other. So you say, what's the point? And, and I started watching I watched the election night because I wanted to know what happened. Everybody keeps saying that Hillary was was going to win and and when I it, I, I keep seeing that uh, it was getting late and Trump apparently was going to win at the New York Times moved their predictor saying that Trump was going to win. They said, oh, this is getting interesting. And the, the people, that, no matter what channel you were watching that night, CNN, uh, MSNBC, Fox News, even the BBC, it, uh, all the important people, all the analysts that supposedly know more about this than I do, they were all scratching their heads. I mean, they, were, they couldn't explain what was happening. So I, I, I said to myself, wait, why do I, why, why am I watching these people? They, that's their job. I mean, they, they pay millions of dollars to know about those things, and they say that they don't know what was happening. I don't know either, but you know, so why am I supposed to why am I wasting time watching people that know exactly the same thing that I do? So you know, so that's why I stopped watching. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And it's because they they don't have the capacity to come to us and tell us the real deal because guess what? One percentage of what Raytheon gives your favorite politicians goes to corporations like Fox News, MSNBC, and CNN. So they're not allowed to say you to say to you the real deal and tell you what's going on. They need to mm -hmm. tell you what Raytheon and Goldman Sachs wants uh, you to know. That's it. What Russell Brown was saying in his video is that this what they do is just create fake issues to keep us divided, to keep us at each other's road. Throat. That's what they do. And if and if you look at the numbers and with the billions of dollars that this company do, CNN, uh, you know, when for example when Trump was in the White House, but then CNN and MSNBC they keep their audience who was mostly anti-Trump, you know, they keep feeding them. Uh, uh, with everything that they thought was bad or strong, even some silly stuff like, oh, he likes to eat uh, two a cup of ice cream. It's kind of like, what? Are you wasting time on that? Yeah. And, and, and what happens when a Democrat is in the White House, then it's Fox News that the rating goes like crazy because the people, the partisans, they they just want, you know, what they call red meat, you know, tell me everything bad about Biden. And that's what they do. And, and, the the end result is that they keep, they keep the people divided so that we don't see what's actually happening yeah and when those none of those things work only you know what happens they throw in a kardashian oh look kim kardashian bought a shoe 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when it does nothing else works, they throw in a Kardashian as news. But guys, I know we're just scratching the surface here um, with this, and I'm going to keep talking about this until I can no longer talk about this. But in the meantime, I want to go to final statements. I'm going to start with Jose. Then I want Rakim to go. And then I want Uli to go. And if Ramon comes up, oh, he's here. Uh, Ramon after. So Jose, final thoughts. Well, first of all, thank you very much for allowing me to be on your stream again tonight. And always you give us um, something to think about. Unfortunately, um, the mentally and intellectually challenged people are never going to get the, uh, you know, get the reality that they need because they're too busy talking about stupid stuff. I just want to remind people that I have a channel of my own called Uncommon Sense with Jose Negron. And the reason why it's called that is because we deal with everyday issues and we try to come up with solutions. So um, my next stream will be on Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Central Standard Time, and 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. And I'm going to be discussing um, the consequences of the COVID-19 mandates. It's a, it's a it's an interesting topic, but it's going to be for mature audiences. So if you cannot talk, if you cannot articulate intelligently, you know this stream may not be for you. I of course I'm, of course I gotta close the same way that I have always closed. People. Please be careful out there because we're still dealing with COVID-19 and we must do everything possible to reduce our contact with the mentally and intellectually challenged people. Because if we fail to do so, we'll be affected by their stupidity and massive insanity. And then we will be talking like someone who is brain damage? <laughs> can you Thank put your you. channel in the chat? <laughs> Come again. Can you, can you write your channel in the chat? Oh, I, yeah, Jose, uh, uh, plug in your, your channel on the chat. Uh, it's called Uncommon Sense by Jose Negron. Yeah, Jose, I'm going to I'm gonna put you in the back. Uh, I'm going to let Rakim go. Rakim, final thoughts. Rakim. Well, meanwhile, I think the, the slow types got Rakim for a little bit, but meanwhile, I want Uli and then Ramon to go. Uli, final thoughts. Well, again, thank you for uh, welcoming me here in your, in your space. Uh, like I said, I'm just going to say what I just said a moment ago. Uh, please keep uh, uh, in looking at channels and spaces like this. And, you know, if you feel that you got any, you just start your own channel and, and get your own people and, and, the, the more uh, of us that we are doing this, this is better. I mean, we have this opportunity to let ourselves uh, be heard by this medium. And even if we if, if we just reach one person, and if we open the eyes for just one person, that's that's enough. I mean, you you, don't, you never know when you're gonna uh, uh, reach this fountain and people uh, you know are, are going to start to uh, start to wake up and not act like like zombies, especially. A collection time and, and like uh, I said, Denise, you, you just want the one who said uh, keep an eye on the independence and especially at the local level. 
I mean, uh, in the last elections, uh, uh, last month in New Jersey, there was this guy who spent like $153 in his campaign, and he uh, uh, he de defeated uh, the, the, the speaker of the assembly in New Jersey, one of the most powerful politicians in the state. Look at that. Look at that. And I did it just going home by, house by house, knocking on doors and talking to people. We, we can all do that, okay? It's something that we can do, so don't, don't, don't lose hope. And, yeah, just keep an eye on, on, on the independent and, and, you know, maybe throw yourself in the, in the ring, you know? If you, if you Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you again, Denise. And, yeah, hopefully... Uh, Jose will put his uh, block his channel here. I, I actually looked for our common sense and I got something that I, I don't think is his channel. Ah, here it is. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Uli, for tuning in. It was a pleasure to have you here. And yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent. You know, we're educating people here one person at a time. And it's reaching more people. In less than six months, we already have 200 subscribers. And, you know, I think the message is starting to get out. And it, we must continue here. Like I said, I'm not going anywhere. Um, you know, we're going to stay here talking about it until people start realizing this truth. So thank you very much, Uli. I'm going to put you backstage. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Ramon, final thoughts. Ramon? I think the the the, the slow taps okay, got can him. You hear me? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear okay. you. Uh, uh, once again, uh, appreciate you letting me on on your panel. I was having an issue. I'll tell you backstage about it. Okay. But, uh, I want to try really quick and see if I can do it this time. Uh, show you what I was trying to show you before. It's gonna be real quick. It's just go ahead. Gonna be a, a quick image. Let me see if I can. Okay, I have it here. Okay, okay. Can you see? Can you see? For for the people that think that this is something new, uh, the the whole thing about economic sanctions and interventions and that the United States is doing because we hate the United States so much because we are mentioning this. I want you I want you to take a quick look at this list that I'm showing you here. This goes back to 1890 when it comes to the different interventions of the U of the United States in uh, in Latin America alone, starting with Argentina, 1890, all the way from uh, from the end of the of the uh, of the 19th century, you can see in Nicaragua, Nicaragua, 1898, 1899, troops, the the, the Marines were invading Nicaragua already. Back 1896, troops invading Marines. U.S. Marines invading Nicaragua, 1894, U.S. invasion with troops in Nicaragua also. You see that this 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 shit has been going on for some time, quite some time. You see, it's a, a, in 1898, that's part of the U.S.-American war when it comes to Cuba, Puerto Rico, Nicaragua again, at the, at the very end of the 19th century. I mean, this... 1907, Nicaragua, once again. 1910, Nicaragua, invading the, the Marines, invading the, uh, Nicaragua, once again. You see that there is a, an old pattern that has been going on for different reasons, whatever reasons, and whether political, whether about controlling the, the resources. The United States has been doing this shit for a long time. This, mentioning this, 
talking about this has nothing to do with with hate like let, let's let's try to think a, a little bit let's try to look at it look at things more objectively stop making it seem like what we, we hate the united states for saying this i mean and this is a long list that goes back from the end of the 19th century all the way until honduras 2009. see what i'm saying that this this is just pointing out what is happening in places like that nicaragua several times 1910 1912 to 1933 this is nicaragua alone how many times have i mentioned nicaragua already at least at least uh -huh. several times uh, honduras a hundred a uh, hundred years before and in, that was 19 uh, 1907 and then 2009 honduras once again and maybe several times in landed twice troops landed landed twice during election strife doesn't it sound familiar yeah compared to, to what is going going on now yeah it's a repetitive pattern and that's why i keep telling people for thousands of years latin american nations since the indigenous have been on the same position when are we going to wake up and shift that position by doing our part you know that, it, that, that, that's that's what i was trying to to show you earlier <laughs> but, I, but, I had a, but i had an issue like there is a pattern people get get to do some reading get to do some research also mentioning this has nothing to do with hate it has to do with pointing out what is verifiable I'm not pulling this out of my ass. Like for real. Well, Ramon, thank you for yeah, always yeah, coming yeah. in with the facts and reality, man. Like that yeah, that's yeah, that's that, all that, I can say because <laughs> it's it's it we try to tell some people, but sometimes it gets a little difficult, but we're going to continue. We're not going anywhere. Are you going no. somewhere, Ramon? No. No. <laughs> No, no. But if, I, if eventually, if eventually I can end up setting up a little something of my own so I can uh, kind of build up on kind of the same thing that you're doing. I'm not trying to do what you do. I'm trying to do my own thing, maybe different subjects, things like that, which is something that I was talking to Rakim earlier. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, but definitely, definitely. It's needed. It's needed. It's more of us are needed. So, yes. you know, it's better because then we can fact check each other and we can share thoughts. So I appreciate always that you come with reality and facts. Yes. <laughs> thank you very much, Ramon. I'm going to put yes. you backstage. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Now, uh, Rakim, final thoughts on The Empire Strikes Back. Well, shout out to my boy Ramon for coming through with that data. As you can see, the... U.S. has been getting involved in a lot of people's business for quite some time, especially, you know, seizing these territories and overthrowing different presidents and, um, you know, protecting, quote unquote, their own interests. And um, my final thoughts on it, Denise, is that, you know, some people, some people just rather be entertained and 
some people are the type of people that want to, you know, be controlled. They want to be controlled because they feel like that they're, that'll be less work for them to do. As long as something's being controlled for them, then that's less work for them to do. It's only when things are not working in their favor that they'll later on complain about it. Um, obviously, this is a big issue that's going on with the United States going into Latin America destabilizing the economy, you know, um, taking resources for themselves and putting people in positions of power that's going to, you know, go along with their own interests, with the United States interests, that is. The foreign policy is terrible. Um, the foreign policy is meant to pretty much bully and take whatever that they feel that they can take that's going to benefit, you know, the government of America. Like you were saying earlier, this Unfortunately, it's not a democracy, it's an oligarchy, or how I would like to say, a plutocracy, where it's completely ran by the wealthy. And I don't understand, you know, some people, some people just don't want to, you know, involve themselves in certain things that really affects what's going on, you know, because these are people's countries of origin. Whether you talk about Nicaragua, we have Nicaraguan Americans, whether you talk about the DR, we have Dominican Americans, whether you talk about PR, we have Puerto Ricans, you know, from the, you know, in the diaspora that connects back to the homeland. And this is where people culture comes from. And just to see a lot of this going on, I think certain people should care about that a little bit more. Even if you feel that it's nothing that you can do, just be informed and be well aware of what's going on in these countries. And if you can help to donate or help any of these people do so because if it was you that was stuck over there and it was a situation where the United States had come and just pre completely disrupt everything and now you're over there starving you will want people to help you yeah absolutely absolutely thank you so much Rakim I'm gonna put you uh, backstage don't go anywhere well guys uh, this has come to an end and before I leave I wanna let everybody know you know just just do it man use it just use it you know uh we're living in weird times and we have history to tell us what's going on and if you don't like to read i i don't know what to tell you like like i said it's it's something that as our community as our collectivity we need to understand something you know we're transplants into this country and as transplants into this country, I get it, it's overwhelming. Sometimes you don't want to get involved in it. You're taught not to get involved in politics, even by some people. But you got to, because you pay tax dollars here and you need to know where they're going, what they're funding, what they're doing. How would you feel that you're funding the same wars that are destroying your culture and your countries and killing your people? Make that make sense. You're funding their debts. You're funding their, their famine. You're, you're funding them starving and suffering. And I wanna leave the slow taps with that in mind. And everybody that supports them and everybody that follows them as the rule of thumb, they are not. These are just dumb people that you know are not doing what they're supposed to do and attacking everybody that's telling them what they have to do and they're in the way and it's like i said you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do just get out of the way and with that being said guys i'm going to uh bring back 
this topic later on the season uh, with a different aspect after the elections in Honduras happen. And I will let you guys know what uh, goes on after this on my Instagram uh, with regarding Nicaragua. But without any further ado, guys, it has been a pleasure. I hope that everybody has, uh, thank you, Blood Moon, virtual hug, um, has a, an amazing week. Stay productive. You know, don't let nobody tell you. Thank you, Blood Moon, for that catch up. Don't let nobody tell you, um, you know, what you're supposed to think. Don't let nobody tell you what you cannot do. And I hope that this week gives you another opportunity to actually do something about the things that we're seeing. With that being said, guys, this has been Latin Explaining with Denise, all about finances and business, sometimes politics and fun. Thank you very much. And I'll see you on the next one. Peace.